better way to deal with pig pen from the peanuts. Accept him as a child who is simply comfortable being himself, or do the right thing and call social services on his parents. Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. I, if, if I saw his face, I'd probably know, but I just can't connect names to faces. I mean, Rick has been doing comedy in Boston for like 15 years. You don't know legendary comedian Rick Canavan? <laughs> he he, uh, he uh, has, uh, he's got, <laughs> this entire podcast is just going to be you giving names and seeing who I don't know. How do you not know Rick Canavan? Does he, he's got, uh, does he have glasses? Is this a, He does wear glasses, but only sometimes. It's going to be like the, the worst game of Guess Who. Yeah. Was, uh, you don't know one of my best friends, Rick Canavan? Uh, I, you're, you're making me feel really bad. <laughs> you ever heard of Dane Cook? <laughs> yeah, I have heard of Dane yeah, Cook. Yeah, well, I've never met him, but he's not as funny as Rick Canavan. And how do you not know Rick Canavan if you're I, involved in the comedy scene in Boston? I might know Rick Can. There's a good chance I've had a lot of conversations with Rick him. Rick would be like, this is ridiculous. There's no reason you would know me. <laughs> All right. Well, we're here to talk about comic strips today. Well, this is this is is this actually recording? Is this it's is been this recording? What's, it, oh, that, this is great. I've already ruined my career. Yeah, I mean, you're done for. If Rick gets a win to this, you're done for. All right, no one, no one, send this out to Rick Canavan. Yeah, don't tell Rick Canavan to listen to this. I That's the important him thing. And told him no. <laughs> so, anyways, we're here this week talking about comic strips <laughs> with Tyler Derniak, who had the balls to do stand-up comedy in front of his entire company and still maintains a job there. We're not going to say the company name because uh, they probably don't want that, right? Probably they they don't pay a lot of advertising, so yeah. it's you know okay. all publicity and whatnot. Sure. <laughs> And also, Sarah Morgan is here. Hello. She lives here. I do. <laughs> and you just got back from I just a fish concert. In the door. <laughs> yeah, wearing a fish shirt. Yes. Holding a fish pennant from Fenway Park. <laughs> it's all true. It's weird. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> Happy to be here. So let's talk about comic strips, I guess. All let's right. get into the actual topic. Right. The reason that we're here. So. Growing up, what was your favorite comic strip? It was definitely Peanuts. That was the first comic strip I read. It was a lot of the first books I ever read, like comic strip or otherwise. Yeah. Grew up reading Peanuts, watching Peanuts. Just whole childhood was pretty much Peanuts comics. Charlie Brown. The Charlie Brown cartoon. Oh, yeah. Charlie Some Brown. Some people don't even call it Peanuts. They just, they're like Charlie Brown. No, I always I'd... called it Snoopy. Yeah. Yeah, well, Charles M. Schultz wanted it to be called um, Good Old Charlie Brown. Oh, that's right. But the comp- the syndicate wanted them to like have a more generic name since there was going to be more characters. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But it is really Charlie Brown-centric. Oh, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be. He's the main character. Yeah. Um, so you have... I've been to your apartment now. I went over there for a roadhouse viewing. Yeah. And... <laughs> You have Charlie Brown glassware. Yeah. You have Charlie Brown uh, wallpaper. 
maybe not. But you have a Charlie Brown tattoo. I, 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 yeah, sure. Do I? I don't know. No. Yeah. yeah. Who it? Rick not. Harkness. Rick That's Harkness has it. a Charlie Brown tattoo. I don't know how like, I mixed up you and Rick Harkness. We're very alike. <laughs> but he is a Charlie Brown tattoo. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's why I, I invited him over. I was like, you have a Charlie Brown tattoo, and you were like, Do I? yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't sure. know if I'm supposed to yes and this. <laughs> you know, it's a podcast. No, man, I want, you know, your honest thoughts on this. And All if right. your honest thought is, hey, man, I don't have a Charlie Brown <laughs> tattoo. I want you to say that out loud to me. All right, because I, I will go out and get a tattoo to make it match at the end. I've always wanted, you know, like a tribal tattoo, but it's just a Charlie Brown stripe. Like well, that's, no. that'd be my yeah. idea. Just that squiggle from the, his the shirt. The squiggle, yeah. just on, on on both arms. That's a good idea. Or, I think you should get it after this podcast. Probably. No, maybe yeah. around your neck. Around my. Everybody likes a good neck tattoo. Oh yeah, that's 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 what I need for my career. I think so. Yeah. Or just around the stomach, like where Charlie Brown's shirt oh. would be. So I take off my shirt, and it looks like I'm wearing a Charlie Brown. That would shirt. hurt so bad. Oh yeah, that would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's to sit there. Just a big black line yeah. that. Yeah, that's, zigzag. Had to shave all my hair just to make sure oh, it man. still looks like a shirt. Um, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. All right, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? So who's who's the best character on Peanuts? That's the important thing here. Uh, I mean, the character I relate to is Charlie Brown. Okay, um, that's sad. It is. It is. But it's 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 both sad and nice in a lot of ways because he's not just i don't know they're he's not like a mean person well he's He's not a mean person he's a the thing that i saw that charles m schultz brought up is that he is someone who is both picked on by everyone and loved by everyone Mm -hmm. so he's someone who's being constantly bullied but he's you've never seen him be excluded everyone always wants him around Mm -hmm. so it's like this weird kind of like I don't know. He's the most popular kid in school, essentially. Yeah. I feel like we've all known people like that in our lives. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, especially as a teenager, when somebody like be like, why are you so mean to this person? You're like, but we love him. Yeah. <laughs> You're mean to him because you just don't understand why someone could be so great. And Charlie Brown is that great. <laughs> um, I took one of those uh, quizzes that was like, what Peanuts character are you a right. few years ago? And anybody want to guess what I got? Was it Schroeder? Linus. It was Lucy. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It, it puts it... you into a gender category without thinking about it. Yeah, it didn't It didn't bother worrying what gender. Yeah. It mm. was just like, this is just the type of personality that you are. Mm, kind of cranky and mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't... I was offended at first. Yeah. Whenever I read that, I was like, Lucy is such a bitch. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I am kind of like her. <laughs> I am kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never seen you be that mean, though. No. I don't know. I don't know it what doesn't it, seem I, right I, to I don't me. know what their criteria was, but... Maybe you're just really into piano players. Is that I'm the, not. Yeah, that, it's all it's all just based on her love of Schroeder. Maybe it's that I'm not that outwardly mean. Yeah, but oh. I, but I uh, would enjoy being that outwardly mean. Right. But I have empathy, <laughs> so I don't just like pull footballs out of the way. Yeah, you don't just abuse uh, good people. I give out therapy advice sometimes. Oh, no. do you yeah. do you charge? I charge a nickel. Oh, no, it's it's a good price. Yeah. 
I think it's. I think my my advice is worth a nickel. Uh, I I would agree. Yeah. At least that. So if any, do you get anybody have a problem here that they wanna? You take mass health. Yeah, I'll take oh, mass okay. health. Oh. If you if you need some advice. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what uh what should I do now that newspapers are dying? How am I gonna get my comic strips? Oh, I would go on Instagram. That's where I read all of my mm. comic strips. Oh really? Yeah. They're, yeah, it's great. They always make them into four panels, and then at the end, all four panels are on one panel together. Oh, right. They do the, like, where Swipe. it's two on the top, two on the bottom, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, perfect. Huh. It's a nice little grid. I like uh, Katana Comics. That's mm-hmm. a good one. All right. It's, uh, it's a little... It's a little too sweet for most people, I think. You have to be gotcha. in a very happy relationship to enjoy it. All right, so I will not be reading this. <laughs> I like Tiny Snake. Tiny. I think I've seen Tiny Snake. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, Sarah and I always send each other um, Instagram comic strips. But yeah, I'd right. say that's where you want to go now that right. print yeah. is dead. And you have a much wider variety of comic strips on there. But not the there. classics. I mean, if what you like is like what you have on Sunday in the Sunday paper you're not going to get that yeah then yeah. I'd say go to the library because you can library. probably find oh yeah they probably all have all the papers or, and everything yeah what's it called microfilm microfiche <laughs> you, you go there and you, you're you looking for it but not like in movies where they're always like a detective or a journalist looking through old you're just well, looking at you're comics just... and giggling yeah. well, I would just laughing having a good time well I wanted to be like in those movies with the detective and the guy's searching through all the murder articles and I'm next to him on the microfiche machine <laughs> right next to him just reading old like Beetle Bailey yeah. and Calvin and Hobbes strips and you're having a great time oh, I'm having a great time he's looking up terrifying murders yeah. and I'm just like oh oh that Garfield Boy, does he not like lasagna. Like lasagna. He, he hates, hates Mondays. Mondays. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, hey, I think we've covered comic strips this week. We've covered a lot of things. We've yeah. covered a lot of things. <laughs> we've gotten really far. So, hey, Tyler Derniak, thanks for being my guest this week. Thanks for having me, Sean. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. On to the debate, where Tyler will be hosting it. Actually. Yeah. All right, this show is recorded live at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. We're there every Friday night at 7 p.m. It's a different topic each week, so come down and join us sometime. All right, we're going to start the show. Is everybody ready? All right, everybody, welcome to Pick a Side Stupid, the only show where you pick a side stupid. My name's Tyler Derniak. I'm your off-brand host for tonight. All right, so it's a fun show. We're going to be debating comic strips, my favorite art medium. All right, our next debaters are Izzy DeRosa and Sean Duffy. (laughs) Izzy, do you want to go first or second? Second, please. please. All right, Sean, your question is from Matt MacArthur. Better way to deal with pig pen from the peanuts. Accept him as a child who is simply comfortable being himself, or do the right thing and call social services on his parents. I think you gotta call social services at this point. I think at this point they would have been better off not vaccinating the kid. Because at this point, maybe 
Because then maybe he dies early and he doesn't... I don't know what disease he's carrying now, but everybody else in the, in the squad, in the Peanuts, they're all going to catch it. That's why the whole show, they're never adults. Here's the reason. They die by the time Pigpen gets to them. They're never, by, they're never even going to be the womp, womp, whatever you call that. By the, time, by the time they're even like 13, nope, no more Charlie Brown. You don't have to worry about puberty. Pigpen is going to kill all of us. Guys, he's coming for this room. If you let him near you, you will die. This is serious. Do not let that man near you. I don't, I've never met his parents. They're probably bad people. Uh, wait, what's the other option? Uh, accept him as a child who is simply comfortable being himself. Oh, uh, I'm going to do that because calling social services would require a lot of paperwork. <laughs> and the earth is already on its way out, so... Why contribute to that by filling out more forms and having somebody waste more electricity? I will accept him as he is, no matter what that means, for him or for the, anybody around him. I've seen every episode of the Peanuts they have. The Christmas episode and the one where she takes the football away. And... Let me tell you, in all of them, there is no paperwork. They don't need it. If so, every time he trips on the football, there would be like mounds of paperwork they'd have to go through. You never see it. They don't, they don't do paperwork in the Peanuts. They just, I don't know what they do. They never get to that. They've had two episodes. One's, one's the Christmas one. So Time! I well, the reason there's no paperwork is because nobody has called social services and they've accepted him as he is. Uh, yeah. I don't have much more to add to that because I've seen probably zero episodes of the Peanuts. <laughs> but I think I'm just going to accept that child as he is. I once had a kid call me an ugly-ass bitch, and today they call me a bitch, an eight-year-old. And that's okay. I just let it go. <laughs> I didn't let it go. I brought him to the, our reflection room where he sat. Time. <laughs> All right. At this point, I, I want to note that Izzy, you will be a mandated reporter as a teacher, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and, and, be, and because of that dereliction of duty, I have to give it to Sean Duffy. <laughs> All right, our, our next debaters are Laura Clark and Meg Connolly. All right, Laura, do you want to go first or second? All right, Meg, your question is from Nick Martucci. What makes less sense? Garfield's love of lasagna, considering cats tend to be lactose intolerant. Or Garfield's hatred of Mondays, considering Garfield doesn't have a job. The fact that Garfield has anything, you know, any problems with the concept of time is beside, you know, that's ridiculous, okay? He has no ties down to time. Monday is 
an idea that only John thinks about, you know? I've been seeing on Facebook a lot recently that these cats will come up on tables and then sneak behind someone's laptop and snag some pizza, like just bat at it, and then grab it. These people are disgusting, right? <laughs> and these people don't have jobs to tend to, right? You know, they're just letting their cats run wild because time is irrelevant to them because we've been talking about it, the earth is dying and the cats are gonna take over. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Garfield hates Mondays because that's when John goes to work. But what really makes no sense is his love of lasagna, considering cats tend to be lactose intolerant. There's a stray cat in my neighborhood. It's very cute. Uh, it, it's friendly with all the different people, but sometimes it shows up in my apartment. Um, and I see it's real, it's like real skinny, like you can really feel its ribs. And I don't eat meat, so I don't have meat in the apartment, but I want to give it something. And so multiple times I've poured out a bowl of half and half. Cause like, <laughs> that's what I have. And only the most recent time when this poor cat was at their skinniest, did they like look at me multiple times like, really, really? And then give this grudging just like, okay, and like lap up a little bit of half and half. Time. <laughs> we all want what we can't have, guys. <laughs> Cats can't have lasagna. They can't have pizza. But we know in the real world and in Garfield's world, these aren't just the facts. They're gonna get that lasagna, and he doesn't give a fuck that John's leaving on Monday. He's like, finally, I get my lasagna. Cause he just rampages through the kitchen. He gets into everything because John seems like someone that had a pot look, brought home lasagna, left it on the countertop because they hate their lives. Love what version of Garfield are you reading where John gets invited to potlucks? All right, I'm gonna have to hand the win to Laura Clark. All right, so that brings us to the end of the first round, and I have been instructed that we have to do no contest. The, the reading of the questions that didn't quite make it on the show because they're, um, they're a lot. <laughs> this first question comes from Ken Green. He asks, is Charlie Brown an incel? <laughs> Second question comes from Joe Polana. John from Garfield ate dog jizz, right? Ask Zach Jones, it's true. And Ken Green asks, how many civilians did Beetle Bailey kill in combat? All right, our next debate is between John Farrell and Zach Jones. All right, John, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. All right, Zach, your question is from Nick Martucci. 
if someone gave, if if someone were to give Calvin an iPad, would Hobbes cease to exist, or does imaginary friendship transcend technology? Oh, there's no way that uh, that Hobbes would cease to exist if you gave Calvin an iPad. At at worst, Hobbes would become his persona when he finds the the other kin chat rooms and he adopts another personality of Hobbes, the always well-knowing tiger, uh, uh, who's probably very muscular in this version, if we're being honest. Uh, but yeah, no, he would, he would, uh, our, our imaginary friends continue on long after. They just sometimes continue on in weird and, uh, and uh, questionable ways. No king shaming to Calvin. <laughs> So I'm choosing Hobbes continues. He doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. He's not existing anymore. You lost me on that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's no way he's existing anymore. I mean, Calvin has a lot of stuff he just has to piss on. We've all seen the bumper stickers. He's got to do that. He's too busy just peeing on everything to have friends. That's all he does. It's very insulting. I do not approve of it at all. But that's what's what he's going to do. I mean, yeah. He's just way too busy doing that. He's got a whole business model going after it. He's got a 401k based on it and everything. It's, it's very uh, immature of him. But that's just what he's going to do. That's just what he's going to do. Yeah, he, there's no way Hobbes is existing anymore. He's just not, he's not existing. He's way, I mean, first of all, he should be in the zoo. He should not be hanging out with a human boy, even if he is... A, um, a stuffed animal. This is going amazing. Um, I'm just rambling. I'm, I'm preparing for the roasting I'm about to receive mentally. Time! <laughs> Congratulations to John, owner of the world's shittiest zoo. <laughs> that looks like it's a stuffed animal. No, it's not. You're on safari. Um, and... I do think you made one interesting good point about the pissing on stuff, but there's like an app for that now. You can just <laughs> click away on your iPad and piss on whatever you want, whatever sports teams or, or car manufacturers that you don't like. Time! <laughs> gross. Um, that's really gross. I mean, also the zoo. You, have to, you don't have to buy them feed or anything. I think that's not a bad idea at all. It might not be fun, but your cost is very low, and the tickets are very high. So that's what you got to do. Yeah, it, it just makes it's good economics. It basically, you know, it doesn't all have to be fun. Yeah, clapping for the invisible hands, everyone. I, I love it. That's why I wanted claps for economics, not me answering the question at all. That is time. All right, I'm gonna have to hand it to Zach Jones. All right, our next debate is between Sean Duffy and Alan Richardson. All right, Sean, do you want to go first or second? All right, Alan. I'll go first, Tyler. 
Who was more dangerous, Calvin with his pet tiger or Dennis with his slingshot? I'm going to have to say Calvin with his pet tiger, although, sure, the slingshot was real and in existence, and the tiger was fake. But let me tell you something about disassociation with your personality. Because you can do some fucked up shit if you're blaming it on an imaginary tiger. And you don't even have to know you're doing it. Calvin's, what, five, six? By the time that guy's 13 and into pills... He's going to forget who he is. His fucking grandma's going to wake up to him holding a pillow over her face. Just being like, the fucking tiger told me to do this. See, I don't mind getting a slingshot to the, to the tushy every now and then. If no 13-year-old pillhead's going to chop me into pieces. It's a sign of further issues later in life. I'd be terrified of a person like that if you gave him a slingshot, let me tell you. A tiger, I'm sure a tiger could calm it down. I'm sure a tiger would be the voice of reason. A slingshot, that can hurt, let me tell you. I once, those things, people forget. If you put like a, like a marble on them and you pull it back, about as far as it goes. Like, I've been hit by it one time. I was like, oof, and it, like, for a few seconds. Like, I had to rub it off, and I was like, ugh, I hope that never happens again. Like... Guys, that's serious. I know we don't talk about this enough. I always want to bring it up more. We need to raise awareness for all the people who are hit by marbles from slingshots every year. The media doesn't want to talk about that. It's always, you know, people who are dying and stuff like that. But slingshots, those really ruin your day. Or at least maybe an hour. Once I had a minute ruined, they can really, it's, it's... It can be awful, and then the rest of your, you're in a bad mood, and that can carry over for who knows how long. That Time! Have you ever walked into one of those weapon stores, and you saw that weird Wolverine thing you can buy, where you grasp the handle and it's three claws? Have you seen those? Has anyone here ever done meth? Because you turned 15, 16 years old, you've been talking to this tiger your whole life. You're going to steal some money out of your mama's purse, buy one of those things, and you're going to have yourself a time. Uh, thank God you get a hope with a slingshot. Oh, I hope this gets better, not tiger. my throat's... Tigers are actually very gentle creatures. I... I spoke to an imaginary tiger for 17 years of my life, I donated so much money because of it to charitable causes, let me tell you. Tigers will never tell you to cause harm. Slingshots, if you're talking to a slingshot, I don't want to be near you. You are scary. Do not get the slingshot people near me. I've met people who talk Time. to All right, it's a, it's a tough call, but I'm going to have to go with Alan Richardson. And our final debate of the second round is Joe Polana versus Laura Clark. Your question will actually be from Zach Jones. 
Would you rather all your thoughts appear above your head in a bubble or everything you interact with boldly labeled like a political cartoon? Uh, uh, I mean, everything I interact with boldly labeled like a political cartoon because that's, right? Like, I think a lot of us are introverts. We have a hard time interacting with people. It would be nice to have a big label of like, hey, what is this? You know, like... Platonic friend, coworker who's not jealous, just kind of shy, like <laughs> boss who is a threat. Like, wow. What a relief. What a relief. Oh my god. Plus, if there's just like some big fat asshole labeled capitalism coming toward me, I'm like, ah, get the fuck away from that guy. Um, so yeah, whereas. My thought, are you, my thoughts in a bubble over my head? Like, I, I feel like that goes without saying, I don't want anyone to know my thoughts. It's the exact opposite of the clear labeling thing. It's like everyone has labels on me and I, not that, the other one. Time. I think the key here is labeled like a political cartoon because they are not funny. So the labels won't be helpful. They'll be like, liberal garbage. <laughs> and then that big fat guy, he's not labeled capitalist, he's labeled handsome devil. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we all d don't read the Rockland Mariner, but it's very conservative. <laughs> it's got a real bend to it. <laughs> that wouldn't necessarily be helpful. I think you're, you're not giving credit, you're not believing in yourself, Laura. Your thoughts, when you go like, is this weird? They're gonna be like, oh, I didn't realize I was making you uncomfortable there. People are better than political cartoons. I think we gotta believe in the human spirit and fuck the Rockland Mariner. <laughs> Given me some good thoughts to think about. Um, so I'd like to use my 30 seconds to touch on what you said about possums earlier, because Whoa. actually, they're our best line of defense against Lyme disease. They eat eight times more ticks, deer ticks, than anything else in nature, all right? And Lyme disease is so serious. If you don't catch it early, it's a chronic condition that causes pain for the rest of your life. Is that what you want, Joe? It's like, that's what you want. If you had a thought balloon over your head while I was saying all that, I wouldn't have sounded like an asshole. Now, instead, I look at a possum labeled uh, millennial, and I'm like, oh, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. He's just a meme with teeth. <laughs> this is why we need to know what we're thinking so we can help each other out, because communication directly is hard. All right, time. All right, I'm gonna have to go with Joe Polana. All right, we have reached the final four and your first final four match is between Sean Rosa and Zach Jones. Who? Sean Rosa, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. 
All right, Zach. Yeah. You have to choose a career based solely on comics you've read. Okay. Do you chase an office gig because of Dilbert or go into the military because of Beetle Bailey? Oh, jeez. Um, well, if I'm going strictly based on comics, which is how I decide most of my uh, life decisions, I'm going to go with uh, Beetle Bailey because Beetle Bailey has existed for like 15 wars now, and he hasn't had to go to a single one. He gets to just like take naps and hang out with the dog. And meanwhile, like, just because of, like, where he appeared alphabetically, the next guy after him had to go to all the wars and just, like, wakes up in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. sweating and doesn't know why. Beetle Bailey's got it nice. Dilbert has been trying to, like, file the same TPS report for 30 years now, and it keeps getting returned to him. Dilbert lives in hell Beetle Bailey lives the life that uh, the American military wants you to think that military people live. Time. Listen, don't don't listen to Zach Jones's like VFW Hall appeal to the troops. If you go with being in the military, because guess what? The war with Iran is coming soon, and that'll be the one where Beetle Bailey finally gets shipped off. And also, here's the thing. Yeah, Dilbert's been filing the same TPS report for 30 years, and guess what? He never gets fired. That's called job security, people. <laughs> There's a, there's a bubble that burst like 10 years ago. Jobs are hard to find. Employers are garbage. Unionize now so you can just file your TPS report once a week for 30 years and you know, all you have to lose are your names. Dilbert can't unionize, though, because there's that damn scab, Dogbert, who's ready to take his job at moment's notice, who will undermine him at every step. By the way, this is just a funny thing that I like, is that Scott Adams wanted to originally name Dogbert Dildog, and then... And then his publisher had to be like, you realize what happens like when your writing gets a little too close and they have to copy it over, right? Time. <laughs> he can't call him Dildog because it's like Dildo and he's not, and Dilbert is not gonna get fucked by Dildog because he unionized people. It's called job security. All I'm saying is Dilberts of the world unite. <laughs> Time. All right, I'm going to have to hand the window. Zach Jones. Zach Jones. Who? <laughs> All right, our final debate of the final four is Joe Palana versus Alan Richardson. 
All right, uh, Joe, do you want to go first or second? I'd like to go second, please. All right, Alan. I'll go first. Would you rather have to... <clears throat> Alpha. <laughs> Would uh, you rather have to deal with Marmaduke running, running wild through your home or Calvin peeing on something you care about? Well, this is a kink-shame-free environment, right? Piss on everything I own. Because guess what, people? A war's coming. And soon our clean society is going to be wiped away and everything's going to be covered in piss anyways. Also, I don't have anything I care about. I'm technically homeless, and I have $30. Go ahead and piss on me, Calvin. The world's tried its damnedest already. Also, I don't like dogs. I'm just not a dog guy. No, I like dogs, but I don't want to own them. I want to run up and be like, hey, and then leave. The way I am with my kids. Look, we all want everything pissed on. That's a given. But dogs do that too. And you don't have to raise them for 18 years. Like, I think it's just a matter of responsibility. Like, I just want a big, goofy dog that can pee on my stuff that I care about. And then, uh, you know, I have to leave like a dish out for him. I don't have to take him to ballet or whatever he's into. Uh, it's 2019, folks. Uh, Alan. Uh, <laughs> this guy hates Billy Elliot. It's a great musical. <laughs> I, I threw him right under the bus there. But, uh, and Marmaduke may or may not sound like Owen Wilson, so that could be fun. I wouldn't mind it if like, you pet a dog and he just goes, oh, wow. <laughs> That'd be adorable. <laughs> All right, a lot of points to make real quick. First off, a dog piss, different than human piss. I've drank them both. It's not good. It's different. Okay, also, have you ever seen Harry Potter? Yeah. You can treat a kid like a dog. It's fine. And a dog might live past 18 years. Now you're paying expensive vet bills for this old dying-ass dog. Kid turns 18, you can just change the locks. <laughs> and he can piss on that too. Time. Like you might end up with Harry Potter, but you could also end up with John Wayne Gacy. They were both, <laughs> they were both treated poorly. Not everyone handles it well. <laughs> Most dogs. <laughs> Controversial, most dogs are better than John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> I'm willing to say it. And they look way cuter in clown makeup. <laughs> He's straight up terrifying. <laughs> Time. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> All right, I, it's a tough choice, but uh, I, I have to make it. I'm going to have to go with Joe Pilata. <laughs> Joe, you're going to have to stay right here. And uh, Zach Jones, you're going to have to. 
We have come to the final round of the debates. Joe Polano, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'd like to go second time. So short. <laughs> All right, Zach, your question is from Tyler Derniak. Never heard of him. You, you know that when Sean hosts, he doesn't go, this question's from Sean Garter. <laughs> he just asks the question. I think you're doing a bag up, John. He, he doesn't even, you can see, yeah, he doesn't vote this round. You can say whatever you want. I like him. He's a good guy. <laughs> Your question is from Tyler Derniak. Okay. Your question is, is Charlie Brown bald? I think, uh, no, Charlie Brown is not bald. It is, it is an artistic license that Charles Schultz took when drawing that just put like sort of wispy hair on the sides of his head and whatever. Cause if, if Charlie Brown is bald, then so is Linus. Uh, and I don't think he's bald. And, um, and yeah, it's, a, it's artistic license. What, or is there some weird, some weird like like parasite in this town that's like making all the young boys bald and all the adults sound like trombones when they speak. No, it's much easier to assume these things are artistic license, which is not funny uh, at all, uh, as you can see. Uh, but he's but I, I will take the principled stand that he's not bald. Kids can be bald without like a virus, like. <laughs> It's okay to just be bald. Charlie Brown's bald, and he started a whole lineage of bald children's entertainers. There's Bart Simpson, that's just his head. It's pointy. <laughs> he's got a pointy head. There's Caillou, who kind of sucks, but he's also bald. He's bald. Caillou, we, we can all agree that Caillou sucks, but there's no doubting, not a hair on him. Not a follicle. Not even one. Charlie Brown, he does have that thing on his head. That is just his head. <laughs> he's got a lumpy head and we love him anyways. Cause he's charming and he cares about others. It doesn't matter if he has hair. I'm not, he oh, I didn't want to do that. He's not here for us to judge him for his hair. And lack thereof, he has none. Time. <laughs> to be clear. Okay, for, for, there's so much to cover there. First of all, obviously he's not lumpy-headed. Charlie, Charlie Brown is a blockhead. We know him know this. He has told this all the time. Second of all, he definitely has hair. Bart Simpson also has hair, because we know because he parts it when he goes to church. Uh, and it, unless his head is really weird and his parents do fucked up things to his skull, he has hair. And Caillou doesn't count because Caillou should feel the way that Charlie Brown feels all the time. time. <laughs> Bart Simpson does have a weird head and his parents do do fucked up things to him. They choke him all the time. It's like their catchphrase is like, oh, you little, and uh, no, so yeah, he's got a weird head and he moves it around, let him be. Let him move his weird head around if it makes him happy. 
It does, I mean, I don't know. I mean, in the Presbyterian church, you have to, they're not Catholic. I don't know if you know that in Boston. <laughs> Time! All right, it's a, it a great debate, but, but I can't choose a winner of this because that'd be rigged. So if you want to go onto Facebook, if everybody but Lloyd wants to go onto Facebook, you can count your, cast your votes. Uh, the link is up. The link is up. All right, our winner tonight is Joe Polana. All right, thank you guys so much for coming out to the show. I, I hope you guys had a good time. Uh, you can download this online on the internet at a website. Uh, like us on Facebook, invite your friends to like us, and uh, have a good weekend. was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank Tyler Derniak for filling in this week. And if you have time, I would really appreciate it if you could fill out a rating and a review for the podcast. If you're enjoying it, why not let the world know? Let more people find the show. That would be very helpful. And you can always come check out the live show. We're at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. They've got delicious pizza, a great beer selection, and it's a really good time. So come out Friday night at 7 p.m., Maggie's Lounge. We also have stand-up comedy at Maggie's Lounge on Monday nights at 8 p.m. And I host a stand-up comedy show in the basement of the Poor House in Boston at 8 p.m. on Wednesday nights. Hope to see you soon.